Welcome into the show all about the Southeast. This is the Y'all Show, and we hope you're off and having a great day as we are here for the next two hours to talk about what's going on in the nation, but with a Southern focus. I'm John Rawl. I'll be your host. I'll be your narrator. And more importantly, I'll be your friend for these next 120 minutes. And we're glad that you could tune in. Coming up on today's show, we've got a lot of great stuff. So if you want to connect to us, we welcome your input. 803-816-1170 is the text line and also the phone-in line. 24 hours a day, you can text or call the Y'all Show at 803-816-1170. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Y'all Show. And if you want to catch us at your leisure, our podcast options are Apple Podcasts, the TuneIn Radio app, and the Apple Podcast app. All free of charge. Simply search for the Y'all Show and you can either hit like or subscribe, depending on which app it is. And you'll be set to get the Y'all Show delivered right to your fingertips each and every day coming up on this middle of the week edition of the y'all show we've got the headlines from across the south and across the nation to get to with the latest information coming from washington dc as day one of the impeachment trial of president trump was underway on tuesday we have some of the thoughts and some of my own thoughts on that coming in just a second also in the halls of government in richmond virginia some action items on the agenda that we'll get to And also in Virginia, Washington and Lee, that's a very prestigious university in Lexington, Virginia. And believe it or not, a suit was filed earlier this week about changing Washington and Lee's name. You're not going to believe this. What a crazy world we live in. And this was done by alumni of the school, by the way. So we've got those headlines coming up also you might remember from the weekend two officers of the law enforcement killed in hawaii well one of those killed in the line of duty was from middle tennessee and we'll tell you about that in our headlines section of today's y'all show when we move on later into this hour we'll have jonathan life i stop by he is with cbs sports digital and the 24 7 sports network and he'll be on to tell us all things atlantic coast conference we've got some news about the clemson tigers we've got news about the miami hurricanes picking up a pretty good person out of the transfer portal and we'll let you know who that is in our football discussion of the acc then we'll get jonathan stake on acc basketball can you believe that as we sit here today right toward the end of january and we're only what six weeks away from the month of march that as we are here today gathered friends we might need to put an actual funeral together for the north carolina tar hills they're in last place in the acc unbelievable turnaround for roy williams here's a guy who coached this team to a final four a couple of years ago into a a national championship and this year unc's basketball team is climbing toward the bottom or sinking toward the bottom would be the more accurate description and we will get jonathan's take on what's happened at chapel hill in our acc basketball talk coming up later this hour that's just hour one that's all coming right here on the y'all show right this first hour okay if you stick around and you definitely should do this stick around into hour two man we've got the hits of coming we'll start it off with hashtag hullabaloo and we're going to get a little squirrely on today's hashtag hullabaloo because this week we celebrate squirrel appreciation day and we're going to tell you a little bit about the american red squirrel 
you may live in a portion of the south that you have a few of these running around in your yard we'll tell you a little bit more about it but also we're going to tell you about white squirrels believe it or not there are three towns in the south that have at least a sizable population of white squirrels and if you've never seen one you might want to head to one of these towns one of which located in north carolina one's in tennessee and one's in missouri and we'll let you know all about white squirrels and our hashtag hullabaloo plus believe it or not we're going to talk about hockey specifically atlanta hockey as atlanta has lost not one but two nhl franchises and we'll discuss that in our hashtag hullabaloo later this hour and of course we always talk a little food when we get a chance and if time permits in our hashtag hullabaloo and i'm sure we'll be able to squeeze this in if you are looking for the right place when you go meet your maker and you want your remains to go in a very cool place We'll tell you where that just might be, and it's just off the coast of Florida. And, literally, you will have your remains underwater at a coral reef, and we'll break it all down. A little bit morbid, but if you're looking for that special spot, and let's say a regular cemetery won't do the trick, or you don't want your ashes to be put in some place rather boring, well, we have a very, very awesome idea for you just off of Key Biscayne, Florida that's coming up in hashtag oh blue and if that's not enough friends we've got precious harris joining us and she's actually on assignment and she'll be checking in from gatlinburg and pigeon forge in tennessee as she was over there this week working on something with blake shelton's old red club that's located not only in gatlinburg and pigeon forge but also they got one i think in nashville he's got one in his native oklahoma there actually might be a couple other old reds that blake shelton's put together his kind of honky-tonk that he's created we'll find out what's going on in country music plus the news that broke this week about Taylor Swift's mom. She's not only got, I think, breast cancer, but I think they just found a tumor in her brain. And I'll get Precious's take on that and all the other developments out of Music City, USA, which this week technically is out of East Tennessee, out of Dolly Parton's hometown area, as Precious will be joining us there from Sevier County, Tennessee, later in today's show. So all that is coming your way. You don't want to miss out on the fun. Let's get into what's going on in the world of the South as we scan the headlines across Dixie today. And we start out on the edge of the South in Washington, D.C., where the impeachment trial of President Donald John Trump got underway on Tuesday Right at 1 o'clock Eastern, the gavel went down, and Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts, he led the motion to get the trial underway. And Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, he went and did his thing. The House managers there who were tasked with trying to convict President Trump of the impeachment that was passed in the House of Representatives, they put up their arguments. Now, McConnell, he did back off the condensed two-day schedule and has added a third day for opening arguments after protests from the senators, many of which were Republicans, who the really more of the moderate Republicans were talking about Senator Collins out of Maine, also the senator from Alaska, even Lamar Alexander of Tennessee is considered a moderate. Now, Democrats introduced amendments calling for fresh witnesses and additional documents. Once the Senate votes on the amendments and McConnell's rules packages, the trial begins in earnest but i will tell you that it looks like there's a little bit of a compromise where they're not going to immediately get together and vote to acquit there will be at least several days of this trial and only after they hear the opening arguments 
will the senators then get together and vote whether they're going to call additional witnesses so that's a few days away from that particular vote happening but this is all kind of uncharted ground here as the senators and the way our constitution is set up impeachment trials really are within the scope of the senate they don't go to a rule book it's really up to the senate and in this case senate majority leader mitch mcconnell to set the rules get them passed get them agreed to and you move on from there as many expect this is likely going to be about a maybe a week worth of this trial and likely we'll see the acquittal of president trump and he won't be impeached and and he's already been impeached he won't be kicked out of office that's at least the likely scenario here unless something really really amazing pops out of the evidence which evidently we're not going to hear anything more at least as of right now as far as new witnesses unless the senate again they kind of set their own rules in fact the old supreme court chief justice william rehnquist when he was there on the bench during the president clinton impeachment trial of the 1998-99 time frame he, the the old saying was he did nothing and he did nothing well something along those lines because really even though supreme court chief justice roberts is sitting there over the senate he is not really supposed to do a whole lot he's just there to i guess look like he's a judge but he really the judges here are the members of the u.s senate and they're the ones that are going to ultimately decide whether president trump's going to get kicked out of office and they also help decide the rules so we'll find out what's going on now i will say that one of the senators had to be sworn in earlier this week because he was not there last week when the senate first had a gathering and took the oath to have this impeachment be tried fairly and that was senator jim inhofe of oklahoma as his wife last week had a pretty bad stroke and he had to stick around oklahoma for several days i think she was in the hospital for a total of five days but senator inhofe did end up going back to washington dc was there on tuesday with the opening of the impeachment trial so we wish senator inhofe's wife all the best in her recovery there in oklahoma but not what you're looking for when you're having a stressful time here and what a weird thing they've got there where the senators have to sit there in their seats and they can't talk they really can't get up and go to the bathroom at their leisure they're pretty much prisoners there while this impeachment trial goes on these guys have had their wings clipped and i should say guys and gals these guys and gals of the u.s senate have their wings clipped because normally senators normally walk around with a pretty heavy stick and can get away with a lot of stuff they've got a lot of power But right now, they're just, as we said, judges in this impeachment trial. We'll find out what their decision is as we get a little bit further down the road. I will have to say on a personal note, after tuning in on Tuesday and watching a little bit of it, it, pretty boring television, you got to admit. And unless you follow politics pretty closely like I try to, and maybe you are a political junkie, we don't see the senate the way we we see it and the way we saw it tuesday where the way we'll see it today and that is having the house the managers come over who are members of the u.s house part of the task that they have to convict president trump of these impeachment proceedings and then the president has his own defense there with people like jay Sekulow also pam bonnie the former attorney general of the state of florida she's there representing the president and others and to have these sort of desks set up there toward the front of the senate chamber a little bit unusual and i will say as a guy who loves to watch this kind of stuff the senate for all of the glamour of this senate 
the chambers of the U.S. Senate in Washington, D.C., after having to watch the both the presidents, the uh, uh, people like Adam Shifty Schiff and then the president's defenders as well, get up behind the mic there in the kind of chamber of the Senate. That background, that sort of marble background, do, do y'all think that's a little bit distracting? Can, can't we have a little bit better looking, maybe a little bit more of a softer background whenever people get there and speak? Now, I realize oftentimes when the Senate is on full display and they're doing their normal business, you don't even necessarily see that sort of marble background because you'll either see the person, the president of the Senate at that time who's speaking, or you'll see someone like McConnell or Chuck Schumer out in the Senate gallery speaking behind the microphones there. But for a country that claims to be, and I think we are the number one country in the world financially and all other parts, we ought to have a little bit better little background. And especially, I think this is the same Senate marble-looking background thing that was there in the Clinton impeachment trial. Just saying, just saying, President Trump claims to be a person who builds things. Maybe they can at least get a nice coat of paint back there or something just to mute that sort of distraction. That, that's what it is. It's a distraction, in in my humble opinion, of course, they didn't ask my opinion and they didn't ask all the other home builders of america for their opinion when they did this new senate chamber gosh i don't even know how long that thing's been actually uh, going because remember last week when the house managers of the impeachment trial marched the impeachment articles across congress from the house of representatives to the senate they went by the old senate chambers on the way to the new senate chambers I wonder what that looked like back in the day. All right, let's move down Interstate 95 south out of Washington, D.C. to another house of government, and that would be the House of Government in Richmond, Virginia. As on Tuesday, the day after a massive gathering of gun rights activists at Virginia's capital, Virginia's state Senate on Tuesday advanced legislation that's going to allow authorities to take guns away from people deemed dangerous to themselves or to others as the Democratic-led Senate gave preliminary approval to approve the so-called red flag law. The measure is set for a final vote in the Senate on Wednesday, likely, before going to the House, the House of Delegates there in Richmond. Republicans blasted the bill as an assault on gun rights and civil liberties. Democrats said the bill was a thoughtful measure that would preserve due process while also protecting people against potential gun violence. So if you thought that Monday's rally there, which drew some say 60,000 people to the state capital of Virginia. This issue with gun rights and such with things like the red flag gun law moving along in the democratic held chamber of government there in the state of Virginia. Another measure that the Virginia Senate on Tuesday advanced was a bill to scrap Virginia's Lee Jackson holiday, a holiday that's been going on for about a 100 years that honors Virginia's own Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. As the Senate, again, Democratic held, they voted along party lines to pass legislation that would make Election Day a state holiday instead of Lee Jackson Day. As Lee Jackson Day observed annually on the Friday preceding the third Monday in January. So it would have been Friday of last week prior to the Martin Luther King holiday. So if you're a Virginian, I guess you have not a three day, but a four day weekend when you have Lee Jackson Day coupled with Martin Luther King's birthday. 
and we'll see if this moves forward critics of the holiday view it as a celebration of the state's slaveholding history that's offensive to black virginians many cities and counties in virginia have opted not to preserve it of course those defending lee jackson they say that this is a holiday set up to honor two of virginia's greatest citizens robert e lee and thomas jonathan stonewall jackson jackson of course killed in 1863 while fighting as a confederate general robert e lee surrendering in 1865 and then going on to help start or it had already been going washington college which will ultimately be changed to washington and lee in lexington virginia but two icons at least of the 19th century in the southeast and now their own state looking to maybe scrap the state holiday lee jackson holiday and speaking of general lee I was wrong. Yes, there has been a movement by Washington and Lee to perhaps change the name of that university in Lexington, but this actually goes back to something in Northern Virginia, in Arlington, Virginia, where the school board a few years ago voted to rename Washington Lee High School to Washington Liberty High School. And an alumni association called the Washington Lee High School Alumni Association is now suing saying that the school board didn't consult the public when they decided to change the name of that school there in northern virginia as the alumni association filed suit in the u.s district court in eastern virginia against the arlington school board its members and one former member the complaint alleges that the school board members deceived their constituents in order to deprive them of their opportunity to commit to comment on changes that would greatly harm their educational reputations A 48-page complaint goes on to outline how, in August of 2017, the chair of the then school board promised to allow the community to be involved in any renaming only to vote in June before the start of public comment without notice, without putting the vote on the agenda. So there, a name from the past there. This has already changed there in Virginia. Washington Lee High School, Washington Liberty now, eliminating Robert E. Lee's name there in that area of Virginia. That's a high school, of course. A lot of places around the country have been rebranding, changing, removing, destroying, whatever you want to call it, any kind of symbolism from the Civil War time period of the Southeast. Now, over the weekend, two officers in Hawaii were gunned down in the line of duty for the Honolulu Police Department. And one of those was Officer Tiffany Victoria Enriquez. She was a seven-year veteran with the Honolulu PD and was one of those two officers killed in Sunday's tragedy at Diamond Head. Now, Enriquez was a mother of three and also a grandmother, and she has ties to Tennessee as she grew up part of her life in Middle Tennessee. Born in Hawaii, grew up in Tennessee. Her father was in the military, so she spent time not only in Tennessee, but also in Germany and in Guam and she lost her life in the line of duty there and i think that was a story where the guy who evidently killed these two officers also set fire to the property there a bizarre story coming from the aloha state but unfortunately this police officer a brave hero in blue she's killed in the line of duty so we remember now the life of this middle tennessee and honolulu officer tiffany victoria enriquez A weird story coming from the Orlando area. A worker with an anti-government view fatally stabbed his Donald Trump-supporting boss at a highway construction site, then placed an American flag next to the body after they got into a political argument as 28-year-old Mason Tony charged now with first-degree murder for the killing of William Knight on Monday, according to an arrest affidavit from the Orange County Sheriff's Office. 
Co-workers told investigators that Mr. Tony and Mr. Knight were friends outside of work despite their political differences. Knight was an outspoken American who was pro-Donald Trump, while co-workers described Mr. Tony as anti-government and very outspoken in his beliefs that the government is bad and out to get him, according to arrest affidavits. But a, a horrible story there where political sentiment goes the wrong way, it goes awry, and we've got one person in Florida killed because of the actions of 28-year-old Mason Tony. Unfortunately, more bad news coming out of Mississippi's criminal justice system as investigators now are trying to find out how three more inmates are dead at the Parchman Prison in the Mississippi Delta, as Mississippi's Department of Corrections announced Tuesday that two inmates were killed at the Mississippi State Penitentiary at Parchment on Monday night, just after a prisoner hanged himself there on Saturday. And according to the department, at this moment, it appears to be an isolated incident, not a continuation of the recent retaliatory killings. A chaplain is now trying to reach the inmates' families to to notify them of the death, according to the department but mississippi's state penitentiary there in parchment in sunflower county has had its share of violence and deaths i know people like jay-z and yo Gotti are getting involved to try to help out and shed light on what is going on there as dozens of people have been killed there because primarily of short staffing but also gang violence going on in mississippi's penal system Perhaps the new governor, Tate Reeves, will get all this squared away and squared away soon. More headlines from across the Southlands coming up. You don't want to miss it. This is The All Show. We'll be right back. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. 
I've been around, I've seen it all. Love is a chain around your heart that holds you down. You're better off running away before it starts. I wanted to chase my dreams. I thought freedom meant Are y'all hungry and you want just a little snack? Maybe it's morning time, you're looking for a little snack, maybe lunch or supper. Well, one of the places a lot of Southerners go for their kind of fill to get that stomach going and getting you through the workday and certainly for the big gigantic roadie cups they have, which I love those things personally. Crystal, the Georgia-based company that's got its roots in Chattanooga, known for those little tiny hamburgers and open late across the Southland. Crystal Company has filed for bankruptcy as federal court documents have shown that Crystal sought Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in Atlanta on Sunday. The company said it owed between $50 million and $100 million to food suppliers, equipment companies, and others. Crystal has about 300 restaurants across the southeast in 10 states, 182 of which employ 4,890 people, and they're going to have to restructure there. 116 crystals are run by franchisees, but unfortunately, they're taking a hit. Founded in Chattanooga in 1932 during the Great Depression, Crystal, of course, you'll find them right on the interstates along most of the southeast as they have restaurants in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, the Carolinas, and also in the volunteer state of Tennessee, their home state. Unfortunately, going through some tough times. Now, one spokesperson said that they don't anticipate shutting down any additional crystal restaurants. They did shut down some at the end of 2019. Hopefully, if you love crystals, they're not going to be shutting down near you. Now, how about your governor of your state? Is that governor a popular or unpopular governor? Well, thanks to MorningConsult.com, they've surveyed over 5,000 registered voters across the country as they have gone in and asked the question, do you like your governor? And we have the listing of the first couple of popular governors (laughs) and who are the most unpopular governors of the southeast well first of all the most popular governor in all of america is mark gordon the republican governor of wyoming but checking in at number two is maryland's governor larry hogan as he has got i think around 69 percent approval and only a 16 percent disapproval the wyoming governor had 69 approval but 11 percent therefore he's the most popular governor but sure enough, Larry Hogan of the Commonwealth of Maryland, he's got the number two ranking as the most popular governor in the land. Ron DeSantis, the newcomer, the newcomer, the new governor of Florida, former congressman from the Jacksonville area, he's checking in at number seven as the most popular governor in the U.S. of A. Greg Abbott of Texas, the man in the ha- the handicapped governor, uh, who's done a lot of stuff down there, been very allied with President Trump. Governor Abbott is at the eighth most popular spot in governors of the United States. Arkansas's Aja Hutchinson, 
uh, Governor Hutchinson checks in at number nine, and Kay Ivey of Alabama is 10th in the land as the most popular governors in each of our states. Now, who is the most unpopular governor? Well, got to give a shout out to David Ige, I believe is the name. He is the governor of the Aloha State. <laughs> He's got a 58% disapproval rating from his own constituents there in Hawaii. So he's number one. Now, number two, this guy's already out of office, so this thing should be revised. But it was Matt Bevan of Kentucky who lost his effort to be reelected in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. He's number two most unpopular governor in the land. And West Virginia's Jim Justice is number eight as he's there way up in the rankings there at the number eight most unpopular governor. And that's all we have in the South. So only two of which, one of which is already out of office in Governor Bevin, who's now giving his uh, time to other causes there. A story out of Lower Alabama as Kenneth Glasgow, a pastor there in the Dothan area, is charged with capital murder as he's been now accused of assaulting a Dothan police officer. He's been charged with capital murder charges from early 2018, and now he's being charged and going back to jail after being accused of assaulting a police officer there in the Wiregrass Saturday night. Now, the thing about Mr. Glasgow is he's actually the half-brother of Al Sharpton, and he was booked into the Houston County Jail early on Sunday, charged with assault, second degree, unlawful possession of a controlled substance, and tampering with physical evidence, according to jail records. Prosecutors are preparing documents to revoke his 50, the 54-year-old's bond on the capital murder charges, and we'll find out what happens next. But the half-brother of Al Sharpton, in a whole lot of trouble, is already charged with capital murder and now assaulting a Dothan police officer over the weekend. Maybe, maybe the, what is it, is, uh, the, the something network, <laughs> Al Sharpton's action network. If you ever have a chance to hear his radio show, you'll know what I'm talking about. The national action network and set up shop there in the Southeast corner of Alabama and help out his little brother. If he, if he gets a chance, a horrible story coming to us from the Cajun country of Louisiana. Matthew Carter was a senior there at Como high school, played football there. And he was shot during an attempted armed robbery this past weekend. And two teenagers, 13 and 14 years old, are now under arrest and accused of attempted first-degree murder and armed robbery in this case. He's got critical injuries, as we hope all the best for Matthew Carter. A GoFundMe has been set up to help raise money for the family. They're asking for prayers. A prayer vigil will be held at Como High School's football stadium there in the Lafayette area. That will be on Thursday at 4 p.m. And they're just asking his family for the community to pray for a miracle for him. But a horrible situation of this youngster, I think 17 years old is the age of him, being robbed and shot by teenagers 13 and 14 years of age. And I can't imagine what in the world they would have been thinking there robbing their fellow teenager and shooting him as well a very good story coming to us from eastern kentucky the colonels of eku eastern kentucky university they got a baseball team there and on monday martin luther king day they went out to help out their local community not by having batting practice and more which baseball season is about to start here in a few weeks but no the eku colonels baseball team they went out and gave out brand new shoes as part of the Samaritan's Feet National Day of Service as the team's head coach brought the event to campus four years ago. And it's just a great thing there in Madison County, Kentucky. About 350 kids all got shoes 
and that has made a big difference in their lives there. Great job, head coach Edwin Thompson and the Colonels of EKU Baseball helping out with their effort to help kids get some shoes there in eastern Kentucky. And finally, great news for Tim Tebow. But the question is, is Tim, T- you know, and I'm only channeling the Fox News analyst Clay Travis because it was an SEC media days about 10 years ago that I attended and covered that he asked the question of Tim Tebow, Tim, are you saving yourself for marriage? And you know what? Tim Tebow answered the question. Yes, he is. Well, Tim Tebow breaking news may not be a virgin anymore because over the weekend he married his fiance, the former Miss Universe, Demi Lee Nell Peters, and he married her in her native South Africa as they exchanged vows in front of about 250 guests at a resort in her home country. A fantastic job there by the Heisman Trophy winner and minor league baseball player and SEC Network analyst Tim Tebow. He and Demi Lee Nell Peters, now Tebow, Demi Lee Tebow and Tim Tebow together married as a couple. Congratulations to the Tebows. And we hope you have many, 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 many decades of wedded bliss. That will wrap up our headlines here on the Y'all Show. When we come back, we've got some sports talk coming courtesy of Jonathan Lifeite of 24-7 Sports. He'll be on to talk about ACC football and ACC basketball. And that's coming up. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 4545. That's Vistaprint.com promo code 4545. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.
Hokey hokey hi. Welcome back in to Y'all Talk with an accent that's all about the South with yours truly, the General John Rawl. And here on this week's Y'all Show, on today's Y'all Show, to be specific, we have our weekly feature about the Atlantic Coast Conference, and we bring on the six-star general of all things, ACC, Jonathan Leifheit of CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. Hello, welcome into the Y'all Show, General Leifheit. How are you doing? I'm good. Do you like your rank there, six-star general? Uh, I, yeah, I do. I'm just, you know, I wasn't sure if you weren't going to make me commander in chief, but, you know, <laughs> hey, I'll take general. Uh, well, you can be that too if you'd like, but let's just stick with the six stars before we promote you even further on up the line. Okay. Jonathan, we're playing Virginia Tech's fight song because it looked like Justin Fuente just might be Baylor bound, but over the last few days, he's decided to stick around Blacksburg and coach the Hokies. And I want to remind people, as he was a candidate for that opening after Matt Rule decided to go be an NFL coach for the Carolina Panthers, and Fuente perhaps with some great Big 12 connections, as he had been an assistant in the Big 12 prior to going to Memphis, then prior to going there, or after Memphis, going to Blacksburg to coach the Hokies. In four seasons in Blacksburg, Justin Fuente and the Coastal Division Hokies are 33-20 and 20 overall, 20-12 and 12 in the ACC with two top 25 seasons. Prior to his arrival, four years before he got to Blacksburg, the Hokies were 29-23, and 16-16 and 16 in the ACC, and no top 25 seasons. And I think they only trail Clemson in the last four seasons for the amount of wins. That's why he was on Baylor's radar. But, Hokie fans, he's sticking around. Thoughts on that, Jonathan? Yeah, it's interesting you, you talk about that because – um, there, there was a pretty substantial and vocal uh, group of Hokie fans that were actually, uh, they're not real enamored with him and they were ready for him to go. So they were actually hoping that he would go. So it's been kind of interesting to watch how all this played out and, and kind of how things have gone. So, um, you know, the, the funny part will be if he has, you know, a couple bad seasons, he may be gone, uh, sooner than, than, uh, than, uh, this year or rather not this year, but sooner than people thought. Um, so just a rather interesting soap opera that's been playing out there up in Blacksburg. All right. Well, a soap opera that could have been a bad soap opera is going to play out nicely for the Clemson Tigers. Well, at least one of their great players is going to stick around Death Valley as Travis Etienne, the running back, will forgo this year's NFL draft and return to Clemson. The Louisiana running back announcing that he's all in for the 2020 season. Even had scripture quoted there with Matthew 16, verse 26. What will it profit a man to gain the whole world yet four fit his soul well amen to that jonathan lifeite general lifeite yeah that's a pretty good uh pretty good uh, uh piece of scripture there to be quoting and uh um but, but i think part of the reason that he's he's coming back is they actually had him projected to be probably a second or third round pick and i think he was hoping to get some first round money and um with running backs it's always interesting because they have kind of a shelf life of the number of carries that they get but the difference between first round money and second round money is actually probably you know worth holding out for and uh, if he can get himself elevated this next year to a first round then it'll all work out of course if he gets injured or or doesn't have a good season then he may be uh, taking a gamble for nothing 
Well, what did you think of ETN's year this past year? This was a season where I thought we would hear a lot more from him and the Clemson backfield, but it looked like Clemson was a little bit more pass-happy in 2019. Yeah, they were, and, and it was to me it was surprising because I, I actually felt like that ETN might be the better player in terms of, of impact for Clemson uh, versus Trevor Lawrence coming into the year. You know, at the ACC Media Days, I actually had him as my pick for – you know, the offensive player of the year. And, and it just didn't play out that way. He, you know, he still had a very, very good year and he's a very good player, but he didn't have that kind of that game, really game opening, game breaking uh, impact, uh, you know, all season long that we expected to, to kind of see out of him. And he'll be a senior when he suits up for the Tigers this fall. And going back to 2019, I really thought with the departure of Clemson alumnus Tavion Feaster to the rival South Carolina Gamecocks for that one season as a graduate transfer, that would also open up Feaster, or rather ETN, for a lot more carries. But again, with Trevor Lawrence in the backfield, maybe they just uh, they, they did quite great. No doubt about it, Clemson did, except for that last game when they ran into a real buzzsaw there. Let's go back to the Coastal Division for a little talk there. As a former quarterback for the Houston Cougars, De'Eric King has decided to be a graduate transfer, and he's going to be a Miami Hurricane here this fall. And Manny Diaz and the Canes need a veteran quarterback, and he's going to be coming in. They've got a new offensive coordinator and Rhett Lashley, who's been at Auburn in the past and was with SMU last year. The Canes having this Houston Cougar now transfer to Coral Gables. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, clearly, if, if there's one thing that Miami was lacking uh, this past season, it was consistency at quarterback. Of course, uh, they also got some issues to address on their offensive line as well. That's been really as bad as the quarterback situation. But uh, getting King in there for for one year is going to shore up that position while they while they attempt to develop some uh, some young some of their younger players. So um, I think it's a it's a pretty big win for uh, for Manny Diaz and the Hurricanes. Um, they still got some work to do on the offensive side, and you know we'll see if Lashley can uh, you know he's kind of had kind of a hit or miss career so far, but you know maybe he's the answer for them. Uh, they let Dan Enos go and. Uh, uh, which I thought was kind of kind of surprising in in some respects after only one season, but not surprising given how poorly the offense the offense played for the Hurricanes. The Canes, like a lot of programs, have had a lot of departures. Running back DJ Dallas out to the NFL if all works out for him. Wideouts Jeff Thomas, also Jonathan Garvin, and cornerback Trajan Bandy expected to be in the NFL draft. And Miami comes in at number six, by the way. And CBS's latest story, top 10 college teams hit hardest by early entries into the top to the 2020 NFL draft. The Canes at six. The Clemson Tigers check in at number two in this article here with T. Higgins, also Isaiah Simmons and more deciding to be NFL bound. The Alabama Crimson Tide is the number one team, according to CBS Sports, that's losing a lot of players to the 2020 NFL draft worth a read there at cbssports.com if you get a chance. Jonathan, let's update as these players are leaving. You've got holes to fill, and we've got another signing day coming up in just a handful of weeks. I want to know from you and 24-7 Sports, what's happened in the football recruiting scene since we had that (laughs) first national signing day back in mid-December? So, you know, most most of the schools were pretty close on finishing out their classes, so really you know what's happening here is is it's really kind of putting the icing on the cake and uh, getting the last 
last few uh, few in. I think you'll see, you know, most schools sign anywhere from, you know, one to maybe maybe as many as four additional signees. Uh, typically, though, it's just going to be two or three. And, you know, they might have had a few that uh, that kind of held out. But uh, by and large, the, the standings and the, the recruiting rankings will probably stay pretty close to, to where they're at right now. I don't see too much shakeup in that, um, you know, particularly up there in the in the top five or six. All right. Well, moving over now, Jonathan, to a little basketball talk before we wrap up our ACC spotlight with you here today. Looking at the latest standings of the Atlantic Coast Conference, congratulations to Leonard Hamilton and the FSU Seminoles. They're right there toward the top of the ACC standings as they're knotted with Louisville for the lead of the ACC and both of these teams in the top 10 of college basketball. FSU is actually the leader in the rankings this week with a number five ranking. Louisville is at number six in the polls, both teams with a six and one conference record. The Duke Blue Devils check in at number eight. Jonathan, they had a last, the last couple of days or so were pretty rough on Coach K's Duke Blue Devil basketball team. Yeah, they they gotten upset a couple of different times, and uh, so they're they're uh, you know they're definitely uh, you know every team kind of runs through a stretch of the season where they they might have some you know maybe some nagging injuries or just don't play well, got it you know some chemistry issues, and that's what's happening with with Duke. I, I can guarantee you though they'll put it back together at some point. The upper echelon of the ACC besides the Knowles, Cards, and Devils. NC State's got a winning record in ACC play with a 5-3 and three record as of now. And the Hokies are at 4-3 and three, as well as Syracuse. They're also a 4-3 and three in ACC play. Jonathan, we've got to talk about the very bottom of the ACC standings. For the first time, maybe in my lifetime, maybe your lifetime, maybe our lifetimes combined, the North Carolina Tar Heels, they're in dead last in ACC play, they are one in five, and man, Coach Williams is having a rough year. They're eight and nine overall there in Chapel Hill. Yeah, you know they came into the season, I believe, as certainly a top ten, and I think in some cases top five. So uh, really puzzling, but you know it's really not a big mystery as to you know what's behind it. They're just the injuries have just racked them you know, up and down every which way, and and so uh, that's just taking its toll and. and you know, given what they've lost and what's happening, I I don't foresee them really being able to turn it around too well this season. I think they're just going to have to suffer through um, a season that uh, that Tar Heel fans are going to want to forget. Tar Heels with a chance at redemption this evening as they'll be in Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech. Other Wednesday night games include Georgia Tech at Louisville. Syracuse will be in South Bend to take on the Irish of Notre Dame. And BC will be at their old Big East foe, the Pitt Panthers. Those are ACC games here on this Wednesday evening. A quick look at women's basketball standings. Louisville is atop the women's basketball ranks of the ACC as they're 7-0. Great job there. They're ranked in the top five. NC State at 6-1 in ACC women's basketball. Georgia Tech is at 5-2, and 14-4 overall. Florida State is ranked 14th in the latest women's college basketball poll, and the Knowles are at 4-3 in ACC play, 15-3 overall. And that is a quick look at all things ACC with Jonathan Leifheit, the general of all things Atlantic Coast Conference. Thank you, General. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. 
All right. We'll see you soon. All right, Mr. Lifeite, a.k.a. The General. When we come back in hour two, stick around. We're going to have hashtag hullabaloo, and Precious Harris has all the latest from all parts of Tennessee, including where she's currently located. She's right outside of Dollywood. She's there in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, and we'll find out why when the Y'all Show continues in our second hour. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Precious Harris is standing by in the next segment as she makes her heroic return here this week on the Y'all Show to talk about all things entertainment and country music. You don't want to miss out on that fun. And that, again, is heading your way in just a matter of minutes. I'm John Rawl, and this is the second hour of this, the Y'all Show, where we accentuate the South. Talk with a southern accent. That's what we do each day here on the show. And if you want to get involved with the Y'all Show, we welcome your input, 803-816-1170. You can email us, y'allshow at y'all.com. That's Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W at Y-A-L-L.com. We'd love to get your input here on the All Southern Program. Well, we start out this hour with hashtag hullabaloo. This, my friends, is where social media comes to us and we find via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, great information, fun information, things that will make you have a conversation with a loved one about. So let's get it going and we'll start out with nature on our mind and we're going to be a little squirrely as we get going here with our hashtag hullabaloo here on this middle of the week edition of the Y'all Show because we're going to be talking about squirrels as we have a tweet Courtesy of At Woodland Trust. That's an environmental 
group and they work hard to promote and raise money for the little fellows and the little creatures of the world at Woodland Trust. Check it out. Well, they announced on Monday, uh, rather on Tuesday, and it might have been Monday in some places, it was <laughs> Squirrel Appreciation Day. So happy Squirrel Appreciation Day, although it could be belated depending on when and where you're listening to us here on today's Y'all Show. We love our squirrels, don't we? Yes, we sure do. Now, in the South, we have no shortage of squirrels. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't matter if you're way out on the the border with Mexico. I'm sure you're going to find plenty of squirrels. I know you can find them in every other Southern state. We are blessed with squirrels. And it wasn't that long ago that a lot of good Southern boys and girls would go out hunting squirrels. I don't think that's done too much these days. Most of our hunters and outdoorsmen have moved on to a little bit more challenging species like the deer population and the duck population. But there was a time when squirrels were a delicacy and a very, very much a pastime of the southeast. And maybe some of you are still hunting squirrels. I don't know what the rules are for squirrel hunting in the southeast. However, let me tell you about two types of squirrels that if you see, don't shoot. Don't run them over with your car, okay? Let them them be because they look beautiful. And I'm talking about red squirrels and white squirrels. So let me give red squirrels a little bit of love here on the Y'all Show. They're not all over the south. In fact, they're really only in the northern edge of our southern region, okay? As red squirrels are among the most loved woodland animals, but they've been in decline for several decades. And you can go to the Woodland Trust and find out how red squirrel preservation efforts are going on. The American red squirrel is one of three species of tree squirrels currently classified in the genus, and this is where I get my biology degree in action here. I don't have a biology degree, but it's in the genus Tamiascurus, known as the pine squirrels, also known as a Douglas squirrel. The American red squirrel is variously known as the pine squirrel, North American red squirrel, and the chicory. How about that? A chicory. It's also also referred to as the Hudson's Bay Squirrel, as in John James Audubon's work, The Viliprius Quattropreds of North America. Mr. Audubon, you should have made a little bit easier book title for us here. The squirrel, the red squirrel, the, the chicory, if you will, is a roughly 7.1 ounce to 8.8 ounce squirrel. And it defends a year-round exclusive territory. So it doesn't move away. It stays pretty much where it's, it's headquartered. It primarily feeds on the seeds of conifer cones. And it's widely distributed across North America. That is true wherever you find the conifers that they need present. As it also has the cousin, the Douglas squirrel, also out in the southeast. The American red squirrel is not found on most of the Great Plains or in a large portion of the southeast as conifer trees are not common in those areas the squirrel has been expanding its range into hardwood forests. so here's the question if you're listening to us in dixie right now and you want to go see the american red squirrel in action chances are you're going to have to go to the very northern fringe of our region kentucky virginia in parts of Missouri, you'll find the red squirrel. Now, the red squirrel also has kind of drifted down in certain portions of the southeast, 
I would say Middle Tennessee into parts of North Alabama, you might find the red squirrel in uh, uh, sizable numbers. You might have some renegade red squirrels who work their way a little bit left and right of, of the area I'm talking about. But the red squirrel is not found. You won't if you find them. It'll be a rare thing to see one in places like Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Oklahoma, even in the Carolinas. Maybe in the high mountain areas of Western North Carolina, you can find a few red squirrels. They're not all over the southeast, but they do have some presence. So there's your red squirrel talk on today's y'all show. As I told you, we're gonna get a little squirrely here. How about white squirrels? You know, frankly, I'd never even heard of a white squirrel until a couple of months ago. Someone told me about, hey, there's this town that's got white squirrels in it. I thought, well, did somebody go out with a spray can and, and paint some squirrels just to make a, a make a, a scene? It turns out most of the white squirrels in North America are genetic color variants of the eastern gray squirrel. As the squirrels inhabit the eastern and midwestern portions of this country, also in a couple of eastern provinces of Canada. But in the south and in other towns in the country, you'll find a handful of towns that are known for their large population of white squirrels. And get ready for this. There's three in the southeast that you can go find right now. And they don't hold back with the promotion. They're proud of their white squirrel population. So depending on what area of the south, we've got one that's sort of in the eastern fringe of the south. We've got one in the mid-south and one in the western fringe of the southeast. Perfect timing, perfect locations for the white squirrel tourism, okay? We'll start out from east to west in Brevard, North Carolina. Brevard is about 45 minutes southwest of Asheville. It's really not far from the South Carolina border in the mountains of western North Carolina. And they have a pretty sizable white squirrel population there. Why, you ask? Stand by. I'll give you the reason. You'll also find a pretty sizable white squirrel population in Kenton, Tennessee. Now, Kenton is in west Tennessee, Roughly 50 minutes, uh, hour north of Jackson, Tennessee, home of WTJS FM 93.1. And Kenton is within the the listenership, the listening area of our affiliate there, WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Thank you for everybody listening there. And in Kenton, Tennessee, you might be hearing us right now. We're, we're talking about your beloved white squirrels of kenton tennessee and sure enough you go into kenton you're going to find a big sign that says welcome to kenton home of the white squirrels and and you got to go check it out so kenton tennessee is a place you can find white squirrels but the western fringe of dixie they're in the white squirrel game too because in marionville missouri that's about 30 miles southwest of springfield in that sort of southwestern corner of the show me state marionville it's roughly halfway between springfield and joplin missouri they also have a pretty big white squirrel population so those are three areas that you can go see white squirrels if you really have that down on your bucket list But if you really want to see one, according to an article I found, your odds of seeing a white squirrel are actually higher in Brevard, North Carolina, as researchers found that almost one in three of the city squirrels has white fur, and that means it has the highest percent white of any known squirrel colony. In many of the places where white squirrels thrive, their colonies can be traced back to pet white squirrels that were released or escaped into the wild. So... I told you I'd tell you about Brevard's white squirrel population. 
In the case of Brevard and their white squirrel population, according to legend, a local resident received a pair of white squirrels which had escaped from a Florida carnival as a gift back in 1949. Eventually, one of these squirrels made another jailbreak, and they started breeding in the wild. Surprise, surprise there in Brevard, North Carolina. So if you if you don't believe me, just go to these three towns in the South and learn and, and discover for yourself. And be patient. Be patient. Brevard, North Carolina, Kenton, Tennessee, and Marionville, Missouri, your white squirrel capitals of dixie pretty pretty neat stuff mindy larkham is on twitter and mindy is an investigative producer at fox 5 atlanta a photographer and a music lover and i generally find life to be pretty hilarious that's what mindy writes in her twitter profile the more absurd the funnier she writes mindy larkham m larkham l-a-r-c-o-m on twitter And we're going to get a little chilly here with Mindy's and her prose that she wrote on Twitter this week. As she wrote, you have to respect the brutal honesty of ice hockey. I suppose that's why it's never caught on in the deep south. Bless your heart. (laughs) And she had an article link about hockey and such. I wanted to take some time, Mindy, since you're there in the ATL, you have a history there in Atlanta and in Georgia of hockey. So you have had hockey fans. You've had hockey franchises in the National Hockey League. But you've had two that have crashed and burned. And how in the world could that have been? So Mindy's right there. It has not caught on maybe in the Deep South, in this case, Atlanta. But hockey is doing quite well in Raleigh with the Carolina Hurricanes. It's doing quite well in Nashville with the Nashville Predators. Your defending Stanley Cup champions are in St. Louis. I know that's kind of on the fringe of the South, but your current world champions are technically in a southern state. And don't forget the Tampa Bay Lightning have done great, won a Stanley Cup along the way. And so hockey has at least had a couple of pockets of of appreciation here in the Southeast. Now, let me go back a few years to Atlanta's hockey history and in the NHL specifically. From 1972 to 1980, there was an NHL franchise in Atlanta that played at the Omni, the world-famous Omni, where the Atlanta Hawks played basketball. And they were the Atlanta Flames. And they were in existence for around eight years, and they just couldn't make it. So, Mindy, you got a point there southerners just didn't catch on at least in 1980 in atlanta to nhl hockey and so the atlanta flames packed their bags and they went north they are the the reverse (laughs) the reverse yankees instead of moving northerners moving south these southerners move north and in this case they move way north to the great white north of canada as the atlanta flames moved to calgary and became the calgary flames which still exist they've been around since 1980 But that was franchise number one in the Atlanta area of hockey, the Flames. They flamed out in 1980. So Atlanta didn't even have hockey for nearly 20 years until 1999 when the expansion Atlanta Thrashers were created and they existed for only about 12 years. The Atlanta Thrashers, which got their name from the official state bird of the state of Georgia, the Thrasher, Atlanta's their their, their team play right there where the old Omni was located. And they existed, again, for this dozen years, but they couldn't make it. 
So in 2011, the Atlanta Thrashers, they did the reverse Yankee thing too. They also moved to the Great White North and they became the Winnipeg Jets as the Jets started in 2011. And of course, the Jets are sort of the rebranded Winnipeg Jets because there was an original NHL team in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and they moved in the 90s to Phoenix and became the Phoenix Coyotes, which now might be the Arizona Coyotes. And that's the history there. Winnipeg got an NHL team back to them, and they seem to be doing quite well, A, with hockey there in the Great White North. So that is your hockey news here on today's hashtag hullabaloo. And finally, here on the Y'all Show, we like to tell you about everything in the South, right? Well, here's a story that you might want to have as a conversation piece conversation piece when you get together for Sunday school this weekend. The Southern Group out of Florida at Southern Group FL, every industry, every interest, powerful advocacy begins here. They put a tweet that caught my attention here this week, and they wrote, Via Southern New name for influence client, SC Funeral Services of Florida. So I assume SCI Funeral Services of Florida is a client of the Southern Group. They wrote a little tweet here that writes, A coral reef cemetery offers families a unique way to honor loved ones while helping the environment. And maybe you thought this was a joke. I wasn't sure if it was a joke. Sure enough, in Florida, you can have your remains put in a coral reef cemetery. And here's how it works. This memorial reef is about three miles out to sea, and this is off of Cape Biscayne in Florida. It took four years for various government agencies to sign off on this underwater cemetery, and it's designed to encourage a healthy ecosystem. As roughly a decade later, after all the efforts, the Neptune Memorial Reef is now home to cremated remains of 1,500 people and any snorkeler or scuba diver can go there and visit the remains. About 4,000 memorials over 16 acres, that's planned, all at about 40 feet deep. And placements start, if you want to do this, you can get your remains placed there for about $1,500, and you, you can get your remains in a premium area for 8,000 buckaroos, with the priciest placements for specialized shapes like sea turtles or stingrays or for prominent spots throughout the city like the lions. It's a city of cremated remains is what you'll find here at this underwater cemetery there at the Neptune Memorial Reef. Amazing there, this underwater columbarium as it is right there as a great thing. I mean, you don't have to worry about hiring a knucklehead to cut your grass 50 years from now. You just put your remains there. Maybe a hurricane might come through and mess up your remains. But unfortunately, we don't have any control of this. Of course, you don't have any control either when you die. What's going to happen there? But they look to have maybe 125,000 remains placed there as part of this effort off of Key Biscayne, Florida. A burial at sea, but a beautiful spot for your everlasting home. If that is something up your sleeve. Again, for the price if, if you looked at burial plots lately and i confess i have not but i bet you it's probably a lot more than fifteen hundred dollars to find you a good spot for your eternal rest just saying 
that wraps up hashtag hullabaloo here on today's y'all show when we come back we're not having a rest we're gonna have precious harris drop by with all the news out of nashville she's on assignment she is actually in gatlinburg this week working there at blake shelton's old red we'll find out what in the world is going on there in east tennessee also what else is going on back in middle tennessee in nashville all that conversation is coming up next as the nashville music line report from precious harris is coming our way stay with us If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Sitting on the front porch on a summer afternoon In a straight-back chair on two legs Leaned against the wall Watched the kids playing with June bugs on a string And chased the glowing fireflies when evening shadows fall In my Tennessee mountain home Life is as peaceful as a baby's sigh In my Tennessee mountain home Crickets sing in the fields nearby The great East Tennessean Dolly Parton Welcome into the Y'all Show. It's Nashville Music Line time here with our friend Precious Harris. As Precious joins us normally from Music Row in Nashville. 
but this week she's in dolly's backyard as she's in east tennessee in the pigeon forge gatlinburg area we'll find out why but first let me tell you about miss harris precious is the author of i know country with 366 daily country music questions and answers you can buy and instantly download your ebook copy of i know country at the website i know country.com precious harris is also a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters go to the website collegeofsongology.com for more details you can also follow precious's blog nashvillemusicline.com also each week at y'all.com we have her nashville music line column put up for the whole world to see and right now the whole world wants to hear that lovely voice we do call precious harris hello precious welcome into y'all what you doing in east tennessee i'm actually working on some music bits Ooh, well we're on the edge of our seat okay well there is a festival coming usually at the end of summer i'm not for sure exactly what the status of it is uh if it's going to be later in august or maybe earlier moved up but anyway uh it's called the smoky mountain tennessee songwriters festival so i was coming down here to check out some of the venues because i'm hoping i'll be sponsoring a show one night of one of the around the shows for my company and my business partner so a little bit of music the only bad thing is i did miss chris jansen's number one party yesterday oh man well where was it and what do you know about it it was at bmi and it was for you know good vibes and uh ashley gorley was one of the writers and uh, of course i remember ashley gorley but yeah but anyway it was chris and that but i think uh one of the writers it was his first number one um i should be getting the uh the audio sometime today but i'll have more on it but yeah i think that was ashley gorley's 44th number one record as a songwriter my goodness what a tremendous feat and somebody told me that he might be even celebrating another number one next week ashley yes yeah 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 chris lane uh, Chris Lanes is next week. So he's got uh, some really good things happening. And of course, it was so funny today. His dad texts me and just asked me, he goes, oh, you know, just checking on you. And, you know, because, you know, I, um, he, he didn't see me, I guess, at the yesterday at the number one party. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm okay. My health is leveling out, but I'm actually out of town working on some music bits. I give, you know, uh, Ashley's mom, Sandy, she and I are battling the same kind of cancer. So anyway, but it was just a sweet text from Ashley's daddy, and they're from Danville, Kentucky. So, and apparently they should be really happy, you know, because uh, uh, after Kentucky's win last night. Yeah, no doubt about it. But that's basketball, Precious. We're here to talk music, darn it. Not know, the big you know, blues. I can't help just a little bit of blue, you know. Yeah, well, you know who's like one of the top five teams in the country these days? That would be your rival, the Louisville Cardinals, just saying. I know. I heard about that, too. I heard them. Who they, who'd they beat? They, they were beat about Duke this. the other day. In, Duke, yes. In Durham. Durham. And that never happens. Nope, nope. That never happens. But 
uh, failed to mention when we played her song at the beginning of this segment. We got to give a little belated happy birthday to your neighbor there in the Pigeon Forge area, Dolly Parton, as she celebrated her birthday on Sunday. Dolly turned 74 years young as she oh was born gosh. January 19th, 1946. Precious, did you see the news the other day where somebody leaked out photos of Dolly's husband? A guy that's kind of been in the background and not really seen from in decades and evidently went on a little errand and somebody, one of these rag publications posted pictures of Carl Dean, her husband. Did you see those? No, I did not. Unfortunately, usually when I Google, I'm Googling songwriters, but I'm going to start Googling gossip. It (laughs) seems to be lately that I'm missing a whole lot more that shouldn't be missing. Yeah, well, this wasn't anything unbelievable. Just a picture of a, I guess, Carl Dean's probably in his mid to late seventies, just like Dolly Parton is, his wife. And but the funny thing is, the reason it was newsworthy is nobody's really seen or or had video of this guy in decades. Maybe we thought that Dolly had him locked up inside their home there in the Nashville area. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he was out. He was out and about. By the way, do you happen to know how often Dolly leaves the Middle Tennessee area to get to her native East Tennessee and hang out there at Dollywood and other sites of East Tennessee? Do you, have you heard? Yeah, I know that she tries to get home at least once a month. Oh, really? It's that often? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty amazing. I know but she her, had a brother die last year, I think, and, and yes. still got a lot of family members there in Sevier County. Yeah, her nieces and nephew actually help run. One of my good friends is over the music at Dollywood, and his wife is one of the featured artists there, vocalist. But yeah, her nieces and nephews uh, actually work at the park. So her family actually helps run the Dollywood facility and the Dolly Parton. Of course, she's got uh, outside of family members. She's got a couple of lawyers, other people that are uh that have college degrees to make sure that everything goes right on the level with her dolly parton foundation to help with you know the the book and i have a i think she's been given like two million books to kids since she started her literacy program the imagination library a wonderful wonderful endeavor yes and i wish more people knew about it i just don't know why but it is just amazing and if she hasn't, and I'm sure she has, but just in case you're listening, Donald J. Trump or Melania, if she's never been given a presidential medal for that, she deserves it. Amen. And she deserves a congressional medal. And I can tell you, as a parent of a youngster, my son received, when he was two and three years old, copies of courtesy free of charge in the mail just like millions of other kids have received these books from dolly's imagination library and yes my family and yours truly i could have afforded to buy a book but frankly i just didn't even think about it and here all of a sudden in the mail comes these books from dolly parton and millions of kids get them and just what an amazing thing and and a thing that she doesn't have to do and she's been doing it for many years congratulations if precious dolly parton's 74th birthday might shake you a little bit other birthdays this week your fellow kentuckian john michael montgomery had a birthday on january 20th and john Mm -hmm. michael turned 55 years young how does that make you feel well, I thought he, well, he is younger than me. That's right. Cause I was his intern, but he was just a few, usually interns are younger than the artists, but this time, cause I was 20, 20, 
six, I think. Yeah. So he was, a, yeah, he was a little bit younger than me. Yeah. So he was. Yeah. Because I was an older intern than what I should have been. But yeah, but John, yeah, that's right. John was younger than me. He, he might be 55, but precious. I'm sure those dimples are still working. They sure are. And his son, Walker Montgomery, is doing really good, too. He's finished up his record. So hopefully I'll be hearing some news from him and his record label. He's on Average Joe's in the next few months i know that i'll probably hear more at country radio seminar mm-hmm. and but, that's uh, coming up I'll, next month coming up next month i'll check it with my girl uh good friend of mine over there that's the pr for the label brantley gilbert also with a january 20th birthday this week how about mr lord it's hard to be humble mac davis he had a birthday on the what was it uh, tuesday as he turned 78 years young mac davis and today celebrating birthdays teddy gentry t gentry of alabama as he was born in 1952, J.P. Pennington, co-founder of Exile out of Lexington, Kentucky. He's got a birthday today, born in 1949. And on Thursday, Beer on the Table's Josh Thompson has a birthday. And that's a look at some of the birthdays here this week. We're visiting with Precious Harris. This is the Nashville Music Line Report from Precious as she's in East Tennessee this week. All right, let's talk a little Luke Bryan. It's just been announced a new album and a new tour is forthcoming from luke bryan what do we know about this upcoming album well it's actually it's it's going to be a couple of months where you're going to be able to hear it i think they're going to do a pre-sale download but it's luke's seventh album and And uh born here live here die here is the name of it april 24th the release date and hey luke's kind of been out looped over the last half year at least because luke combs has kind of come on and taken the energy taking the oxygen out of the luke room in fact i just got the release that luke combs is going to be appearing on saturday night live on february 1st so a great feat for luke combs to be on that nbc show where he'll be the musical guest alongside jj watt the Houston Texans great star of the NFL. So that's going to be a great Saturday Night Live. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday should be the date that Luke comes. But back to Luke Bryan out of Georgia, as this will be, as you said, his seventh studio albums. He's revealed that he will set out on his Proud to Be Right Here tour, kicking off May 28th in Cincinnati. And he'll be joined on that with Runaway June, Kaylee Hammock, and Morgan Wallen. So the Proud to Be Right Here tour is a line from the title track of that new album that is called, again, Born Here, Live Here, Die Here, and a lot of fans ready to hear brand new Luke Bryan music, Precious. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew that he's been on the pitch sheet for almost a year, so I knew it was coming out because this has been three years. Has it been that long since his last album? Yes. Does you know why? The last album was called Whatever Makes You Country. But do you have any idea why it's been three years for him to get it done? Uh, laziness? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Not with Mr. Lukey. I knew he was I went to his number one party for good good uh good vi- I won't say good vibrations, but it's not. It's uh oh well. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am. It's uh uh I have such a brain fart. Remember, I'm on East Tennessee time, so I'm an hour ahead of you. Yes, you are. Uh, you are an hour ahead of me. It is an hour. Uh, he, you know, is a coach on American Auto. Oh, that's why. That's the reason? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you notice, Blake's albums start getting fewer and far in between because it's such a demand for him. So he must be going to be taking 
some time off from the idol okay to tour well, speaking of Blake Shelton, Mr. Guy there alongside Luke Bryan on television, he's got a venue there in the Gatlinburg area, Old Red. Have you been there? <laughs> Funny you should say that. I'm scheduled to go there tomorrow and meet with some people, so I'm excited. All right. Do you know if they're – I know they're famous for having some live music at the Old Reds. There's a couple of them now. I think there's one in Oklahoma, one in Nashville, then this one in – do they call that one Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge? Gatlinburg, and he's got two more opening up. Okay, great. Well, check them out if you're able to. Maybe at least do me a favor while you're there scouting out the place. Uh, let me know what the specials on the menu are because that's what really excites me, Precious. <laughs> Oh, you sound like my husband, but uh, I'm excited. Well, I do have actually have one of my kids plays here, Kevin Jaggers, because he's an acoustical featured artist here a lot. Oh, great! So yeah, so I'm going there tomorrow just to say hi and thank them and do and, and you know just let them know I appreciate them supporting my clients and their music. All right. Hey, some more tour news. In addition to Luke Bryan being out, you can also go hit the concert venues around the country and find Old Dominion. They hit the road May 15th on their We Are Old Dominion tour. They've announced 13 cities on the U.S. leg of the tour. And, Precious, we need to be there for that first date. It's going to be in Key West. They'll be joined by Dustin Lynch and Carly Pierce on select dates. Old Dominion topped both the Billboard Country Airplay and Media-Based Country Air Check charts back in December with their ballad One Man Band. More tour news. Jason Aldean has added more dates to his 2020 We Back Tour. And that kicks off January 30th at Colonial Life Arena in Columbia, South Carolina. The tour's title comes from the lead single from Jason's current album, which is called Nine, the number nine. Special guests on his tour include Brett Young, Mitchell Tenpenny, and DJ Silver, who will join Aldine on some of the dates. The first round of tickets go on sale in just a couple of days, January 24th. You can get tour and ticket info at jasonaldine.com. Also touring a little bit often and more this year, Justin Moore and Tracy Lawrence are co-headlining their Late Nights and Long Necks tour. Dates and tickets at Tracy Lawrence. Dot com And, hey, why not throw in some Chris Young tour news? He's booked a bunch of amphitheater dates for his Town Ain't Big Enough World Tour 2020. That starts in Detroit, Michigan on May 28th. And Chris Young will be joined by multi-platinum performer Scotty McCreary. Also, Peyton Smith will be joining them. I'm not familiar with Peyton. Maybe you can fill me in. Details about this tour at ChrisYoungCountry.com. Who the heck's Peyton Smith? Payne Smith is a newcomer that signed a big machine label group. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I haven't had the privilege of getting any pre releases from him. But apparently there's you know, he's apparently shaking the shaking the row up a little bit and got on tour with I see. Uh, the latter tour well speaking yeah. of big machine the former artist on that label who made them a few dollars along the way taylor swift she's in the news sadly because of her mother having just been diagnosed with a brain tumor her mother also has been fighting i think breast cancer and it's a really tough time for andrea swift as she's had to reveal this information taylor swift has this story released in Variety magazine, and it's going to be a, a several months of treatment for her mother. Precious, can you add any more information to about this story? Well, I will know that her mother and father was very, uh, you know, very. Uh, they basically moved her 
when mm-hmm. she was in grade school, junior high, to Nashville to help her do music. Because that's you know that was her dream. But Andrea has been a very much she's is very close to Taylor, and they are closest sisters. And I hate to hear this. I knew that her breast cancer had been remission, but I had not heard mm-hmm. about you know about. this other cancer coming in taylor actually wrote both of my parents have had cancer and my mom is now fighting her battle with it again it's taught me that there are real problems and then there's everything else my mom's cancer is a real problem yeah so we wish her the best and you're fighting cancer as you said earlier too so all our all those of you listening out there with cancer or you know someone a loved one we could all use an extra prayer and we certainly want to send one up to taylor swift's mama we've got more of the y'all show coming your way here as we wrap up our conversation with precious from gatlinburg tennessee as we go to break we've got a little trivia question we want to ask and have you ruminate over over the next few minutes be as you are songs from an old blue chair was an album released January of 2005 for which artist? The, again, album Be As You Are, Songs from an Old Blue Chair. Out 15 years ago, who was the artist? We've got the answer when the Y'all Show continues. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 4545. That's Vistaprint.com promo code 4545. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Sometimes sooner or later And I can't wait Like a busy old bee Saving up his honey 
East Tennessee's on our mind today here on the Y'all Show. Back we are for the final segment. And that a great song from an alumnus of East Tennessee State University. Go Bucks! We're back here for the final segment of this Y'all Show. Nashville Music Line continues with Precious Harris. And Precious, before we went to the break, that ETSU alum, the question was asked, Be As You Are, Songs from an Old Blue Chair was an album released in January of 2005 for which artist, again, an East Tennessee State University alumnus. Precious, who is that lucky buccaneer? Sister Kenny Chesney, which I met in 1991. Ooh, man, that's a long time ago. Yeah, Kenny wrote or co-wrote all 13 tracks on that album, which went on to hit the number one spot on both Billboard's Top Country Album Chart and the all-genre Billboard 200 chart. A few years later, Kenny launched the Blue Chair Bay Rum, which is a line of flavored Caribbean rums named in honor of the album and its success. He says his rum is beach made and beach aged for when you want to kick back and let time fly. Maybe we now know where John Rich got the inspiration to launch his own kind of adult spirits. Oh, yes. Well, you know, I actually went to the launch party for the new, the latest one. Uh, and the, it's called key lime pie, and it's like a mm. creamy rum. And uh, my, my husband and I, Mike, actually were at the launch party for that uh, the Blue Chair Bay rum. Oh, really? And they had they had little coconut cups. You got to try it. And of course, we're not really drinkers, but it was uh, about a hundred degrees that day, so we decided to go ahead get lots of eyes, you know. And but it was very very nice, you know. Yeah, uh, it was delicious actually, and because I'm not a big drinker, so I'm not used to alcohol. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really tart because it's key lime. You know, it was not. It was very, very well made, very smooth. So Kenny's definitely got his uh, his uh, name connected to a, a very, very good line of uh, of uh, Caribbean uh, uh, rums in his name. Yes, <laughs> and a lot of us are envious of Kenny Chesney and his Caribbean lifestyle. Hey, here's some Phil Vassar news for you. He's launched a new video series, Songs from the Cellar, in which he opens the doors to his personal wine cellar. Very good segue here, by the way. And Phil shares a glass or two with his musical friends. The show will feature live performances and conversation to boot. Each episode will pair wine, food, and stories with live performances. And this show recently debuted on the new Circle Network, and it airs at 9 p.m. I don't know if that's Eastern or Central, where you can find the Circle Network, and you can get information at songsfromthecellar.com. Phil Vassar is also releasing a new acoustic album called Strip Down, and he's also embarking on his Strip Down tour. Go to philvassar.com, P-H-I-L-V-A-S-S-A-R.com. The guy that sang Carlene and a whole bunch of other great hits about 20 years ago. And a songwriter and a good Virginian. It's great to hear him back making new music and making a new video series, Songs from the Cellar. Yes, Phil. I met Phil. He used to be standing room only before he ever became Phil Vassar. But it was he had uh, played at a little, uh, like a little Italian club over in Antioch, and he had bought another like a bowling alley slash songwriter area. But it was Phil Vassar and uh, Joe D. Messina and uh, Heath Heath uh, uh, Wright from uh, Ricochet. Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Ricochet. They were in a round, and a guy with a special guest named Peter McCann, 
who had a song called Do You Want to Make Love or Just Want to Fool Around in the in the mid-70s. Ah. But uh, it was a great, great, great round. All right. Yeah. And it used to be standing room only, literally. I'm, I'm so, I said, you better see Phil Vassar. I said, who's that? Of course, it was before I started interning at Arista. Yeah. But he got his deal later on down the line. Yeah. But it was so funny just to watch him from growing, from playing in his own restaurant to where he ended up today. So, well, I doubt Pretty you were around when I doubt you were around when Marty Stewart first got going in Johnny Cash's band Precious, but he's about to release a hefty coffee table book called The Pilgrim: A Wall-to-Wall Odyssey. In this book, it uh, details the making of his 1999 album The Pilgrim. The new package will include a newly remastered CD of that original album plus 10 bonus tracks featuring guests such as his wife, Connie Smith, also the great Ralph Stanley, Emmylou Harris, Earl Scruggs, also Billy Bob Thornton wrote the forward to this new book, The Pilgrim, A Wall-to-Wall Odyssey. The concept project, The Pilgrim, was based on true events that inspired Marty in his hometown of Philadelphia, Mississippi. Can't wait to see that, and great to hear Marty Stewart out doing something different. There, this guy is truly a renaissance man. He is, and I, I, I want to follow up and let you know next week if he's opened up his museum in Philadelphia. Because, you know, he was he's got such a collect. He's been such a collector for years. So I heard that he was actually opening up a museum. down. You know, I had not heard that. I know about two months ago I was in Meridian, Mississippi, and they've just opened up an incredible 50 million dollar plus place. there called the Max. And that's sort of a tribute to the people of Mississippi, the incredible talent that's come out of the Magnolia State, of which Marty Stewart's one of those. And the day I was there, Marty Stewart was about to show up and meet with the same guy i was meeting with and so i don't know if that had something to do with what you're talking about but of course meridian is the home of the original country music star the singing break man jimmy rogers yes it was we watched uh, actually uh, my husband and i watched a documentary on that the other night on npr i mean mpt and it was amazing mm-hmm. loved it actually yeah. i do i think it i'll tell you what it was it wasn't it, I thought it was, but it was um, part of the Nashville, Tennessee, or country music with Ken Burns. Oh, okay. We were, I think it was the second episode. We didn't get to watch it if we wanted, so we just bought it. But uh, they did an ex- incredible piece well, of, with Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy Rogers, born in 1899 and passed away a youngster there because of tuberculosis on this day in country music ozark jubilee was first broadcast on abc january 22nd 1955 among the guests appearing live on the show were eddie arnold the pride of west tennessee also patsy klein the virginian johnny cash from arkansas farron young porter wagner wanda jackson that's a name that i haven't heard from lately and i think wanda's still with us the original rockabilly female also an 11 year old brenda lee was part of the ozark jubilee again debuting january 22nd 1955 january 22nd 1969 glenn campbell awarded his first gold single for wichita lineman the great jimmy webb composition and a fantastic song that originally 
was supposed to be the follow-up by the time I get to Phoenix. It was originally supposed to be Washita lineman, which I think is that river that runs through parts of Arkansas, but they ended up changing it to Wichita lineman. Pretty good, pretty good change there. And also on this date, back in 2002, the number one album on the country album charts was the soundtrack for the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Directed and produced by the Coen brothers. That album also won a 2002 Grammy for album of the year and that's a look back at what happened on this date in country music history well precious that will put a bow on your report from east Uh tennessee if you don't mind bring me back some kind of souvenir from there uh i'm trying to think what they would have had back in the day hey i know the first time i ever went to gatlinburg I, I don't know why I did this, because I'm certainly no big fan of this team, but for whatever reason, I got a bright orange so-called football jersey. They're, you're talking 1970s here, so it wasn't like the polyester thing, but it was a bright orange Tennessee-like football jersey, and I was quite proud of that thing, at least for a while. Go Big Orange. Precious, you don't have to get that, because I know you're a Kentucky girl. But have a great time. Have a great time. We look forward to catching you back when you make your way westward to Middle Tennessee on next week's Nashville Music Line Report. Travel safely. Thank you, Darlene. Everybody have a safe day tomorrow. All right. Precious Harris, everybody. Well, that will wrap up our Y'all Show. Thank you for listening to this, the show all about the South. We'll be right back here to have another great episode come Thursday. We've got actually a really neat feature that we'll be covering here on the show. The best and worst states to drive in. Is your state one of the best or one of the worst states? We'll have that coming on Thursday's Y'all Show. Plus, we'll have a quick look at SEC Sports. We'll actually probably put a little hog hat on and give you an update from the Ozarks. Lots of changes there at Arkansas. And we'll also give you an update on the Arkansas basketball program in addition to the other SEC news. All that headed your way on Thursday. Until that time, have a great rest of y'all's day. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.